All right, guys, welcome back to Wednesday, February the 3rd. Um, I don't know what to say about the day. <laughs> like, I really don't have much to say. Um, but one thing for sure is uh, I am going to point out right now, I am currently watching horror movies back to back. And I think it, ha- it has given me a big influence on music wise. Uh, the only reason why I say that is because, like, right now I was watching Saw. And the first Saw, I was like, what? You know, of all things you can watch, you're watching Saw. Uh, it's on HBO. Well, I was like, there's so many things on HBO right now that I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch horror movies right now. Uh, it's been a while since I watched stuff like this. since like, whew. When I was like, well, if anything, is going to say 10 years ago when I was a teenager. Yeah, I can't believe i left that boat a long time ago sweet jesus (laughs) um but yeah i was watching saw and then like i guess because of the music influence that it has it gives you that rock vibe and then right now um instead of me watching saw 2 i'm watching scream (laughs) 3 yeah um i don't know saw 2 was not really that good if anything i think after that like yeah the first movie was really intense then the second one was just like third one was just like mm and then so forth and so forth um but uh right now i just decided to skip that and then i was watching i'm watching uh, scream 3 right now and uh if y'all remember uh the soundtrack of the of the movie creed's what if song will be playing in the beginning of the movie and i'm just like oh yeah yeah this is this is what i love uh scary movies and rock music all combined at once uh same thing even like i don't even know if they have freddy versus jason on here i have it in well i mean i still have it like like i own this you know i could watch it back and forth even like freddy versus jason same thing uh they have heavy metal on that and uh this is something also that i didn't know until like later on (laughs) probably like later on in the future years um i did not know that slipknot released a song called snap and it was on the soundtrack. I'm like, I kind of regret it when I was younger. I even saw the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack. And I could have gotten it that one time. But I was like, dang, you know, I never heard of these bands besides Slipknot uh, later on. But I was just like, I should have gotten it, you know. Because I was thinking that maybe it was somewhere in, in like a limited edition album, this, this, and that. Nope. It's only on that on that soundtrack. Now, I listen to it on Spotify. Um, it's alright. I like it, you know. I mean... I used to listen to it like back to back uh, whenever I first heard of it. I liked it. Uh, But just keep in mind that's how it was uh, Slipknot in the beginning compared to what Slipknot it is now. Uh, Different music, different sound, of course. And um, so I just wanted to point it out that, yeah, I am watching scary movies right now. I should be doing this on Halloween. But then again, I'm like, who says y'all are supposed to watch horror movies on october it's february it's the month of love you don't have to be watching romance movies like that they're they're supposed to tell you i do need to watch a crazy rich asians for sure it is on hbo max um but i want to just watch something in the background because there's something they call it i heard i saw it on tiktok when people just rather watch the same things over and over again they call it something i forgot what but it's like you rather watch something that you've seen Uh, multiple times and watch something new i mean i'll watch something new but it's like i have to be 
I guess in the moment and right now I'm not in the moment I'm watching Scream 3 in the background while I'm I'm recording this podcast because I need something to play also I keep seeing uh leave uh whatever his last name I can't pronounce it uh he plays uh Cotton um on the on the movie I was like the guy I was like hey Wolverine called he wants his brother back <laughs> and that's gonna lead up to what I'm, uh, I'm gonna talk about in this episode we have so many things to cover uh for sure entertainment wise like uh pop culture and wrestling combined of course I mean it is Wednesday so you know what that means it's AEW's beach I forgot what it was called beach break or something um the the pay-per-view is gonna be oh well it's not even a pay-per-view it's gonna be on on tnt today uh on dynamite so that's gonna be really interesting uh matches that are gonna be showing up but i wanted to talk about uh pop culture first there's so many things that are going on and i want to begin with the episode with uh what i talked about yesterday's episode uh which was about evan rachel wood so after I po- uh, I posted the podcast, um, the like I went to work, came back, and apparently Marilyn Manson like responded to the allegations on his Instagram, and I'm just like, great, <laughs> here we go. So just to recap really quick of those that have not listened to uh, the episode, basically Evan Rachel Wood finally uh, named uh, Brian Warner or also known as Marilyn Manson as her abuser of, you know, in her early on years uh, when they were uh, dating at that time. Also keep in mind that big ass age gap. <laughs> um, but anywho, uh, so I talked about mental health, of course, and if you, by any chance, if anybody, you know, has uh, experienced an abusive relationship, you know, always seek out help. Even if, you know, if your life depended on it, there's always ways to make sure that, you know, you are alone and you're able to let someone know and people won't see you crazy which is good thing about society nowadays if like somebody tells like if you know if a random person were to approach me saying oh i'm in grave danger we can't just ignore and just be like oh you're crazy no now we see it as okay like you know if you're being serious let's you know let me do my thing like away from you so i don't put your life in danger and i'll make sure i'm doing my part to get you away from that situation you know stuff like that and um so ever rachel wood uh spoken out uh spoken up sorry along with other females as well that have dealt with the same relationship with marilyn manson and um and so we were talking about that yesterday and whenever I like I got home uh, I went on Twitter it was going all over Twitter that saying that oh Marilyn Manson decided to spoke out and people criticized the comment that he made uh, when you know re- uh, responding to that accusation and this is what I found on his Instagram page uh, Instagram page sorry he wrote quote obviously my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality my intimate relationship have have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners regardless of how and why others are chosen are now choosing choosing to misinterpret the past that is the truth quote unquote so 
what does that tell you guys <laughs> so basically yes he denies the claims um it's up to the media to decide whether um whether who wants to be on the right and the wrong i mean then again i want to say that evan ever rachel has went through traumatic experiences and you know um there's there's no way that you know not just her but other people are probably making this up there's no way um and and then i think that's that goes with not just this whole situation uh with uh with you know marilyn manson there's also with uh, other people as well like i remember what was it last year uh i think in the summertime you know the hashtag speak up uh movement came out on twitter where a tons of people were like speaking up on you know recent accusations or sorry recent traumatic experience that they've encountered with famous or well-known people hell even one of the youtubers that i used to follow uh mini lad uh, he was one of those people that were accu uh accusated and trust me i unfollowed the dude and you know and youtube he's still putting like a video saying hey you know it happened i'm op owning up to it this this and that and you know people expect to just go back and go on about it you know um but the thing is that the way how they first denied it um and then say okay it really happened that that you know triggers a, a whole different emotion for all of us that you know supported the person so therefore i no longer support mini lad um wrestlers were also a part of the, uh that were blamed on this accusations and it was a little bit more um a little bit more iffy for the same reason because we actually supported these wrestlers and you know to know that there was something going on behind it um it makes a second think whether we if we still want to continue supporting them or not like are people just lying just to you know um just to bring bring down the fame and stuff like that because we had we had happened where uh false accusations happened with uh the wrestler formerly known as enzo amore uh on wwe and um you know accusations were false but the guy was still let go from wwe for the same reason and you know uh so some some people just don't want to assume and jump to conclusions right then and there until there's proof this whole thing with uh evan rachel and marilyn manson it might be a little bit more of you know it's not lies it's mostly like this looks like it's true um and you know this is this is how do i say this is an entertainment business of course People would just say just anything just to uh, make it entertaining. But when it comes to actual personal uh, accusations where it involves traumatic experiences, um, it, it has to be taken serious, you know, whether they're lying or not. It has to be taken serious and, you know, people need to actually take actions, uh, take action for for all of this. So um, and because uh, of the accusations that Evan Rachel has made, Marilyn Manson was actually let go of his record label company. Um, so right now, because, of course, he is not making any music, it's like, well, 
he's like what the fuck well i'm gonna have to go ahead and deny it just so i can make music again this this and that um whichever way for me like i say i don't think this is false for from evan rachel i feel like uh marilyn manson right now since he already got let go of that it's like oh well now he's gonna deny it just so he can try to get his career back in order i mean people can say like he can say whatever he wants but at the end of the day it's up to the fans whether if they want to support his music or not honestly me i'm just like i have other things better to listen to but i'm a, i'm a probably uh, have to think about what I want to choose and if I choose to follow him that's on me um or not but I don't think I follow him on anything I don't follow him even on Instagram but I think I do follow him on Twitter I think if not we'll see but I'm like uh, for me at the same time it's like my world does not revolve around his music I do have other stuff to listen to as well so it just goes with that but honestly, I do feel like uh, he is probably just trying to go around the whole the whole blame uh, so he could try to, you know, get back on doing what he does best or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said, whether if it's a lie or not, it still needs to be considered uh, serious. So, you know, that's all I got to say about that. But moving on. Um, besides that there was another thing that i wanted to talk about and uh this is a the biggest probably uh announcement that came on uh about the marvel cinematic universe the mcu you know so um i I saw this article on fandom but apparently the um elizabeth uh, olsen sorry elizabeth olsen uh stated that um supposedly that there's gonna be a really big cameo on wandavision and she was like relating it to like basically the mandalorian uh with luke skywalker and i kind of wish that you know i was recording this podcast during mandalorian uh seasons and honestly there's so many things i would talk about that um but i'll get into uh it later on but just the fact that you know the cameo once once the news got out that there was a possible big cameo everybody on twitter was going up and about it like you know making their predictions on who it's gonna be and there's i could say i can name a few and it was so funny because this happened last night and then this morning when i came i woke up i realized about something but let me go ahead about possible uh possible uh big cameo appearance from the episode and give you my reasons why one of the biggest one was pietro of course um you know aaron taylor johnson was the one that uh portrayed uh pietro or also known as quicksilver on a, the second avengers and also for those that do not know i mean all, don't y'all don't remember when elizabeth and aaron were both on uh godzilla and they were a couple only for us to see them as siblings in avengers weird anywho um so people were saying what if you know we might actually get to see pietro i mean we haven't heard from him ever since you know the second avengers and then wanda finally decided to mention him uh after the birth of her twins on episode three 
Um, so uh, on on WandaVision, sorry. Um, and so people were saying, you know, what if it's a big possibility? That would that would be nice though. But is it as big as Luke Skywalker, like you know, on the Mandalorian? So you gotta you gotta think about those things. It would be nice, like I said, just to or maybe to even see him as a memory of anything. But then again, if you think about it as well, I mean, Vision is dead. We we saw that. But I mean, how would she be able to bring Pietro into the into Westview and into the sitcom uh, false reality that Wanda decided to bring up? Who knows? Um, but you know, that's one theory. The other theory was you know trending as well, which was Tony Stark, and I was like, okay, that's that's a little bit more interesting um, because. Robert Downey Jr. is big, is is just like, you know, Luke Skywalker. However, how would it portray into WandaVision? You know, I mean, yeah, we only saw their little iffy relationship on Civil War where, you know, Tony will actually, like, cage Wanda on house lockdown, whatever. And, um, you know, that's where uh, him and uh, Captain America or Steve Rogers, whatever, uh, you know, were fighting about it on Civil War. It's like, no, she needs to go out there, experience it. But Tony fears that her powers are, you know, just going to harm other citizens like, you know, how they it, it happened on um in the in the beginning of the movie in civil war um but anywho that would be a big possibility but how would that fit into the wanda vision series but like i said it's it's a possibility too um and you know same thing he is gone you know he's gone and wanda can probably bring him back who knows or actually now that i think about it that would be a really interesting theory that wanda actually brings back tony just so uh he can try to bring vision back without the the mind stone and be able to program him to actually function with that that's actually an interesting theory (laughs) y'all heard that one from me hopefully nobody takes that credit from me but that's all i gotta think about that one for sure for for tony stark or you know robert downey jr for him to come back other ones also was um let's see the other one was this was my uh, opinion as well um i was thinking like wolverine hugh jackman and they're like why <laughs> you know why why him it, it wouldn't have make any sense yes it will and hear me out so the house of m in the comics of course if y'all pay attention it does involve a lot of x-men figures and also we do tend to hear on the on episode four where they might there's a likelihood of introducing mutants into the show and if they're gonna introduce mutants into the show why not bring Hugh Jackman as Wolverine into it and maybe finally we actually get to see WandaVision uh be able to combine uh all the Avengers characters with the X-Men to the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we hoped and dreamed that's all I gotta say about that and Hugh Jackman also is a big a big big star into the x-men franchise so i'm like it'll be really cool uh, on that and like i said on the house of m it's it involves everybody not just the avengers it also involves the x-men as well so um if you know if it happens wolverine might be there that's 
that's probably what I think. But also another another possible cameo too, which uh, could also lead up to the Avengers combination that I was talking about, will be Magneto. Which Magneto though? Will will it be? Um, you know, sorry, the the storylines between uh, the X Men of how we saw uh, in the beginning of it and how it was in the end. You know, so it's like okay. Which one, uh, Ian McKellen or, you know, Magneto or the past Michael Fassbender Magneto? They're both big stars, you know, but which one? I don't know. I'm just saying Magneto in general. Um, but the only reason why, too, I say that. I'm like, there is always reasons why. I'm not just saying, oh, this is why. Not only, um, same thing, X-Men franchise and all that stuff. But in the comics, we know that Magneto is the father of Scarlet Witch. So it's like, come on, give me daddy and daughter reunion already. It could be a big possibility too. I kind of want, uh, I, um, if I think about it though, I kind of want Ian McKellen uh, to come back. But I don't think that's going to happen due to COVID-19. So I don't think might happen so maybe michael fassbender but i really want the original one um and hopefully like we will see that that big x-men and avengers clash that we always hoped and dream you know um that would be another big possibility as well um and i think that's probably the only ones i can come up with uh yes okay and i think uh that was that was basically my theories for last night this theory however i could have sworn i'm pretty sure somewhere on my episodes um and i think it was either uh the first the first i think it was the first episode of wandavision if not the first oh well it was like you know reviewing either the first and the second i mentioned this and i'm gonna mention this again I think I know who is the actual possible cameo because it was, it is actually out there on the internet. The only reason why I say this is I saw this video on TikTok where if you look up WandaVision on Google and you click on the tab that says cast, you see James Spader's name right there as Ultron. It's there. You don't see it on, on IMBD, but you see it on Google. So I'm like, is that the possible cameo that we actually thought about? Is there a possibility that Ultron is going to be back on WandaVision? What's the whole purpose of this? Or, you know, maybe maybe Sword is probably going to bring that, that you know, uh, false figure or false prototype of Ultron just to scare Wanda and actually get her out of that reality. It's a big theory if you ask me. Because <laughs> me, I'm just like, hey. You know, might as well. But that that is a possibility. And only time will tell uh, when uh, we will see that big cameo. But these are my, um, not just mine, actually, m- mine and Twitter's, is, um, you know, uh, pr- predictions of who might be that big possible cameo person. Honestly, though, but I feel like it might be Ultron. I actually do have a feeling because, like I said, it's on Google. I'm like, thanks Google for ruining it. Actually, no, thanks Twitter. I mean, TikTok, sorry. Thanks TikTok for ruining it for me. 
but that's who I believe it is. And if it is, I told you so. <laughs> or if it is on any of the people that I suggested, like I said. Um, and then really quick before I actually uh, pause this and put the sponsorship and go go back at it. Um, the I, the last news that I had to talk about for um for in reference of the pop culture uh thingy. Uh, so the Golden Globe nominations are out and I was just talking about Mandalorian. The Mandalorian got nominated for a Golden Globe for best TV drama. And I'm so happy. I'm like, finally, I'm like, they are getting the recognition that they deserve. Because this, this show, The Mandalorian, like I said, I kind of wish I did review it. And, you know, you guys will actually hear how ecstatic I get every time, every time an episode comes out. Hell, freaking, um... Uh, freaking uh what you call it pedro pascal did an amazing job portraying the mandalorian and um honestly each episode it just gives us the fulfillment that we need even though these episodes are short and also that we have to wait every week for it to release we're already craving season three that's how good this show is i mean hell fucking i can still watch the season finale of the second the second season finale episode of the mandalorian and i'm still crying okay i cannot get over it y'all have not seen the mandalorian whatsoever just skip the next three minutes of this because i'm gonna be blabbering for a while the episode that you know it warms on my heart that you know we it led up to basically mando just Forgetting about his pride and doing what is necessary and removing his helmet to baby Yoda. Yes, I'm going to call him baby Yoda. I don't care less his name is Grogu. To me, it's baby Yoda. And, you know, when he took off his mask and, you know, you get to see on his face how how hurt he was. I I hurt, okay? It, it broke my heart that, you know, this... this creature is no longer gonna probably is probably gonna be no longer in the mandalorian uh, series for the same reason that luke skywalker took him under his wing and you know people are saying like oh well you know if luke took him under his wing you know he better watch out for ben solo or you know kylo ren uh, because he actually destroyed the second jedi temple just like his grandpa did so it's like you know people people just can come up with the craziest theory i would really love to see baby yoda come back but if he doesn't then you know that's that's part of the show i can't freaking complain about it but now that the whole story is it's turned uh the other way around where technically speaking the man mando is ruler of mandalore because he wields the dark saber now there is an interesting story that's gonna happen because now um bo-katan is like furious that you know he took that that sword from her and even though he's like relinquishing it she's like no i have to beat you up in combat or something or or like freaking uh moff gideon said oh well you have to kill him whatever and stuff like that you know i'm just like well i guess this is all gonna be for the for the third season uh yeah third season and so far they have not um they haven't started filming third season just yet i think it's gonna happen later on and if i'm not yeah because then if y'all don't know they're uh right now this year we won't get a mandalorian season sadly we're gonna get the book of boba fett so i'm like okay fine you guys are gonna give me boba fett 
that's all right with me. I need something to watch at least to get me entertained to to prepare myself for the next season. And I'm hoping that, you know, Pedro Pascual comes back as Mandalorian at least. Uh, just a guest star for, for the Book of Boba Fett. Um, but yes, um, hopefully whenever the third season does come out, I at least get to see some 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 baby yoda at least just give me something that's that's all i want even for like a a a, a second i will be okay <laughs> but um anyhow so that's all i had to talk about for this uh little part i do have a lot of uh thoughts about wrestling news that i want to mention uh coming up but first let me play that uh sponsorship for y'all Okay, so um, I did say that I was done to talking about pop culture news and all that stuff, but I need to throw one more in there because uh, I just found this out right now and it was going crazy uh, on Twitter. So uh, there was a rapper called Lil Uzi Verts. I don't know who that is, okay? I'm like, yes, I listen to almost everything, but like, I don't know who this guy is. I just know he's a rapper. Uh, but people are saying, well, actually, the news came out that he got a 24 million dollar diamond implanted on his forehead and i'm just like what <laughs> when you look at the picture it looks really disturbing just to even look at it but um people were comparing that to vision i'm like oh this is all wanda wanda vision all over again and yes like he had it on his forehead in the middle of his forehead and people are like oh his next album is gonna be called vision uh what do you call it vision be like this and you know um it's just weird just by looking at it and i'm like okay first of all i get it like i guess you're so rich enough that you have to have a 24 million dollar um diamond implanted on your forehead just to show it off it's like what is up with these things like i get it like uh people can buy like these chains that are so heavy filled with diamonds but on implanted on your forehead i mean that's just that's just something else honestly i don't know what people are thinking nowadays but i wanted to throw that out there <laughs> all right but um moving along with uh wrestling news um so uh, I know I found this on on Twitter last night and it was announced that, you know, formerly known as Lars Sullivan, the wrestler got released from WWE. Um, but WWE has not even, uh, what do you call it, has not even announced it on their website or anything like they released them quietly, I guess. And it was reported by uh, Pro Wrestling Talk or like Ringsider News. Like all those people, they were reporting it that, you know, hey, he, he did get let go of his contract. Um, and not a lot of people know exactly why. But fans are loving it. They are ecstatic that he is gone. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> you know, um, I did get into some investigation myself to see what what it was it that I missed uh on the reason why people didn't like him uh and it was funny too because like uh people were on twitter saying oh let's look back at lars sullivan's uh greatest career and greatest moments and matches and all that stuff and people would just like post like black pictures and or like gifs with uh empty pages whatever and i'm just like oh well yeah because we never even got to see him wrestle that much you know and um 
he was like one of those wrestlers that they overhyped so much and uh for reasons unknown i guess i don't know why exactly they fire him but like we saw him not too long ago i think it was like around november or before november i don't remember and then after that he just disappeared out of nowhere we never saw him again so it's like okay well um what was the whole purpose of you showing up if you're not going to show up after that you know uh, and people were just going on Twitter saying, oh, well, you know, we're glad that he's gone, this, this, and that. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, why though? Um, and people were, uh, well, like I said, I did my little investigation on there and tried to check to see what was the main reason why he got let go. And, uh, it, well, I mean, not let go, but the, uh, the reason why people were just, um, pissed well not pissed happy sorry there's like so many things in my head going on right now um you know that you that that he was like go and apparently um there's like a clause on the contract where you know the wrestlers can be fined for saying controversial things and this this and that um he said something uh controversial about bodybuilding um and honestly i'm just like well i don't i don't understand any of that uh but i guess he was talking shit that he got fined for like a hundred thousand dollars and i think uh either either he just stopped showing up after he got fined um but also uh racial comments did uh were mentioned on those posts that you know he did make some racial comments and show white supremacy this this and that you know i wasn't gonna get into politics on that but racism is a really big issue when it comes to the stuff like that for so for him to you know talk shit and stuff like that and you know piss off a lot of fans of course they're gonna be glad um the only thing though that i wasn't trying to like that i am trying to understand that people were also saying velveteen dream is next and i'm just like he's black but maybe he did something that he wasn't supposed to and my boyfriend was telling me this uh last night too um apparently something he doesn't know for sure as well because like i said there's probably a big picture that we're both missing uh on that whole subject but apparently like Lars sullivan was also like i guess sliding into people's dms and you know making inappropriate comments and maybe that's why velveteen dream was also doing that i mean i don't know um but people are glad that he got let go so i'm like okay i guess and um i actually saw an article where supposedly excuse me oh my god i'm so tired right now i was like so yawning excuse me um but they were saying that supposedly he break uh there was an article by uh sports sports kita um that he broke his silence after being released uh from wwe um and supposedly it says here um according to fifo well wwe's uh decision to keep his release a secret was a surprise he added that the company went through with it with compassion and honesty lars further revealed that his crippling anxiety issues have gotten the best of him to the point that he approached wwe and told him that he couldn't wrestle anymore and i'm just like okay (laughs) i'm like and i'm like i don't think it has to do anything with the anxiety um and people are just saying that you know for the same reason it's like he probably what do you call it 
like the media would probably just say that he was under too much pressure to uh, compare to some uh, compare himself for like big superstars like Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, all of those people. But I'm just like at the same time, fans are just like, nah, nah. He just he was just too busy talking shit that made fans uncomfortable. That WWE decided, you know what? Let's go ahead and you know remove him, especially during Black History Month because it is the month of February. It is Black History Month, and people are just like, yeah, maybe Vince McMahon finally got you know finally got ahead for himself and you know realized the shit that Lars Sullivan said and he decided you know what let's go ahead and remove him from there uh you know and it's just it's just oh well it is what it is um but I'm just like hey how come y'all don't let go other people that don't even wrestle in, in that aspect so it's like what the what was what's this all about you know keep the people that don't wrestle uh but fire those that well, yeah, even fire those that don't wrestle as well. I don't know. Uh, but one thing for sure, uh, Lars Sullivan is not going to be one of those people where I think that he's going to show up on AEW. Because a lot of uh, like former WWE wrestlers do show up either on AEW, Impact, just to keep on you know making money. I highly doubt that Lars Sullivan is going to be one of those people uh, for the same reason that um, AEW do take, they do take their wrestler series i mean they have let go a few people that i mentioned uh earlier on this episode about this uh speak out movement as uh, a lot of people spoke out on some of these wrestlers where they were let go for for the, well it's not like i'm confirming that they were let go because of those accusations but it is believed that they were let go because of that uh, of the whole like accusations whether people wanted to prove it if it was right or wrong it is something serious that you know needs to be handled so um you know they're they're probably not gonna do they're not gonna let Lars Sullivan like in an easy like in like an open arm sorry and you know all is forgiven we'll give you a chance I highly doubt that's gonna happen um and if if he does show up i'm probably gonna be disappointed i'm gonna tell you that for sure uh but moving along speaking of wrestling um what do you call it so cody rhodes i was just talking about this right now uh cody rhodes was um he releases his new brand of cigars called american rebel and i'm just like why (laughs) i'm like me I don't smoke, I don't do drugs, I don't do any of that, okay? I don't, I barely drink nowadays. Alcohol basically tastes disgusting to me now. I don't know why. Um, I think it's because I'm coming of old age or something. I don't even know. But, um, so he released his cigarette lines and I'm just like, who on earth is gonna buy cigars? And and these are not like the cigarettes, the little teeny tiny. No, no, these are cigars, that big bulky thingy looking job or whatever. Uh, the, that freaking smells so bizarre. Holy shit, you know. Um, he got that released, and I was just like, okay. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I've seen him, uh, you know, break up a smoke uh, on being the elite and all that stuff. And I'm just like, okay, well, I mean, that's you. I mean, do whatever you want to, uh, do whatever you please and all that stuff. And, um, you know, just have it your own way. Uh, I did see the, the way how it looked like the, um, what do you call it? The logo and all that. They have his logo from, you know, the American nightmare logo that he has on his neck tattooed. Um, you know, um, 
he has that on the cigars looks really interesting but i wouldn't buy it what i would buy though is if you know if if he makes a line for like dog toys or like anything that has to do with with farah and yeti pinkerston i don't know how to pronounce the thingy um but you know like like a a line of dogs or like even in aew if they sell like dog t-shirts uh with wrestling uh names i will definitely put my mind my money on that by the way i would uh what do you call it they do such a good job but also my dogs are not a they're not like those type of dogs that will like to be accessorized i guess you you could say um my dogs like as soon as you put something on it they'll try to like wiggle themselves out of it it's like what is this it's like my whole life i don't need like i I haven't been wearing shirts and now I don't eat shirts so don't even bother wearing it uh but when it comes to winter time you bet your ass there's gonna be a blanket for them for for them to just uh cover themselves as a burrito and all that stuff so who knows um but like I how I did mention uh you know another thing oh, oh actually I didn't mention this so you know moving along for for other news Edge is announced to be showing up on nxt tonight and um i honestly don't know what to pick between watching i'm like should i watch nxt should i watch AEW? there's like so many things i want to watch today but i don't i don't feel like i have the mentality to do that i did that whenever um nxt was uh uh i guess first premiering on usa network and AEW was premiering on tnt the same day i literally just put on the tv and have my tablet and just watch AEW. and trust me it was a headache just to go back and forth on see what was interesting what wasn't you know like uh there was a women's uh match on both both sides of the shows and it was like a headache just to keep track who was with with who um so you know edge is announced to come into the nxt and i have a lot of controversies or not controversies but a lot of theories on that because l- let's not forget that last year you know uh charlotte won the rumble okay and it was rhea ripley herself that decided to introduce herself as you know a challenger uh that can be worthy on being or not a challenger or like an opponent worth to challenge isn't it doesn't have to be all about nxt i mean sorry it doesn't have to be all about raw or smackdown and because of survivor series that past year it was known that nxt is the one the one uh program to go to actually because i mean yeah they're they're performers they're they're basically trying to become the star that they wish to to be and they have a lot of good talents and all that stuff but I mean, Rhea made it seem like, hey, you know, you can challenge me, even though, even though Rhea did end up losing and, you know, lost the title and all that stuff, um, you know, Rhea was still at her peak. And, um, so now it's like, okay, well, the women's had their opportunity. Let's go ahead and try to do it on the men's side. And, you know, edges by Edge showing up to NXT means a lot because this is a legend we're talking about, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, this is just a, a, a veteran. That's much, that sounds much better. He is more like of a veteran that has all this experience that can bring up to the table and challenge new talents to come up to that limit to meet Edge's, um, legacy i guess um and the thing is that uh now that he is coming over there there's a lot of theories going on with hey if he does go to nxt 
he's probably going to challenge Finn Balor. But then again, hold up. Isn't Finn Balor having this whole feud with um with Pete Dunne right now? So it's like, what's going to happen with that storyline? The next coming pay-per-view is actually before Elimination Chamber, I believe, um, which is NXT TakeOver. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure there is going to be a, uh, what do you call it, uh, Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne uh, storyline. If Edge, however, doesn't uh, challenge uh, whoever has the NXT Championship, uh, what do you call it? I'm pretty sure it's going to be Karrion Cross coming for that title. I'm going to keep throwing that out there. But anywho... Honestly, though, I'm like, yeah, I, I get I get the hype. You know, yeah, we see this this legend that we that has probably not stepped foot into an NXT ring with a lot of new people. Um, But at the same time, it's like, why is Edge going to even try to go for NXT? You know, um, NXT is mostly for develop developmental. I can't freaking talk right now. But, you know, like for for people that need to gain the experience in order to become better and once you become better of course you end up moving to the main roster which is you know what leads to that and um so in this case of course um edge really doesn't need to be an nxc if you if you ask me uh also i did find it cute how uh beth phoenix tweeted on uh on twitter how like uh edge was gonna see her uh tonight at work like you know it was so cute i'm like oh it's like yay he's gonna see me but at work oh but um I, honestly i love to see that i love to see edge and beth uh together and all that stuff it's so nice but who knows what will happen i'm pretty sure he's just gonna be like hey uh what do you call it uh i'm just you know i'm keeping an eye on you as well don't think that it's just smackdown versus raw but I don't know. I don't feel like that's going to happen. Uh, however, I do want to see Edge on Friday Night Smackdown. I want to see how that encounter between him and Roman Reigns will be. Um, and also, who knows? Who also thinks that maybe, maybe, it's a big maybe, that Brock Lesnar might be showing up back to Smackdown. And, you know, not only try to get um, try to get Paul Heyman uh from that and the universal the universal championship that's gonna be so funny uh you know and somebody's gonna edit that picture where uh it's like uh ray mysterio and eddie guerrero fighting for the cu- custody of dominic uh just photoshop a picture of brock lesnar and roman reigns uh fighting the custody of paul Heyman and the universal championship that's gonna be so funny um but uh i don't know it's so many theories like i said raw and smackdown are getting just a little bit interesting because it's right before uh wrestlemania when wrestlemania comes in there is anything can happen you know we want the fiend to come back we won't i don't know about lesnar though i highly doubt that's gonna happen but i want the fiend to come back just to finish that storyline with uh with uh randy orton and we'll see from there but um anywho that's probably what i have to talk about on wrestling uh, how i did mention that you know today is wednesday so all elite wrestling has their beach break we finally get to see uh kip Sabian and Penelope for tie the knot 
and Mary is going to be the best man. That is so funny. Uh, but we also have a few matches coming on. Like there's a lumber, lumberjack match between Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston. So I told you that wasn't going to be the end of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to see that. We're going to see other matches as well. Um, I, the main event, of course, is going to be Kenny Omega with the Good Brothers versus John Moxley, Pac, and um, we call it ray phoenix oh my god i so lost his name i'm so sad that i haven't seen pentalcero uh wrestle whatsoever i'm like is he injured is there something that i don't know about you know <laughs> but um lots of good matches that i'm gonna be covering for sure tomorrow uh and talk about that and um I think that's probably what I have for today. <laughs> like, I don't have that much to talk about. Um, because there's, like, so many things that are happening on Twitter. But, honestly, it's just, you know, it's what happened on Monday Night Raw. Which, you know, recap of what happened with Rumble. What happened on that day. Um, something about Don Chell. Uh, well, Don, whoever played uh, Iron War, War Machine, sorry. Oh, hey, this is confirmed. Okay. All right, let's let's do this. I'm I'm probably gonna throw up a little pop culture reference really quick, uh. But Don Chadell, whatever the guy that played Rhodey on uh you know Iron Man or you know uh, War Machine, it says here that it is reportedly uh reportedly known that he will appear in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that Armor Wars will address Tony Stark's death. I'm like, ooh, this was, uh, I found this article on IGN, but I'm just like, ooh. So at least we got that cameo going on. That's going to be really interesting. Really excited about that. At least we know that it's not just going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Of course, we're also going to see Zemo come back. Um, but who knows what the story will hold from there <laughs> but yes i'm probably just gonna go ahead and end it right now because there's really not much to talk about <laughs> on twitter um and uh if i do find other things i'll probably mention it on tomorrow's episode along with uh my review i guess on nxt and AEW. hopefully edge does not challenge finn balor or whoever is gonna have the nxt championship i know there's gonna be something good going on for edge uh but who knows like i said it's it's right before wrestlemania anything can happen so um i'm gonna go ahead and end it like that finish watching scream 3 um for those that are probably trying to figure out what to watch who knows y'all can decide what y'all want to watch y'all can watch horror movies like i am on a february instead of watching romantic movies y'all want to watch action movies go for it and re-watch some movies get caught up let's not forget that justice legion is almost uh, coming upon us, of course. Uh, me and my boyfriend, we've been... Well, we, I already got my boyfriend to watch Kong, thank God. You know, and I'm just like, okay, well, now we need to watch King of Monsters. So that way we'll be prepared for uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Because I still cannot wait for that movie. I cannot wait for more movies that are coming out on the movie theaters. So I can go ahead and review it on that. Um, and really quick before reviewing it. I know I did mention about the Golden Cloves uh soul i reviewed this movie soul got nominated for best animated uh picture for uh the golden globe so i'm like hoping that too they also win um if y'all haven't seen soul y'all can always listen to the review that i have to talk about the movie or if not just watch it on disney plus um but yeah i'll go ahead and end it like that and uh hopefully i'll come up with more things to talk about uh in tomorrow's episode and i will talk to y'all until then Thank you.